everybody. Hope your week was grand. I had a grand week. I don't know if I shared did I share with you that I was having a bad I was having tooth problems. You did, okay. but yeah, did. and it took me out like over oh, Christmas week. It you know really was bad. You know, no eating, no drinking, just oh. sleeping and going owie 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 owie. Well, um, then they put me on antibiotics, went to the dentist, and then we got to get the infection out. was going to pull it. Well, then this past Sunday, it raised this ugly head again. Mm. And it's like, no, 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 no. So I'm frantically trying to find somebody to pull this sucker. <laughs> so Thursday, I was lucky enough. On Monday, I started calling around and finally found uh, an, a great uh, group to, uh, to North uh, uh, oral surgeons that uh, took me on. And you know what? You don't realize how much pain you're in until the pain is gone. <laughs> Honest to Pete, it was a piece of cake. And I'm, you know, uh, it's the fourth day. I still have stitches in it, two stitches. And I've been purposely keeping my tongue away from that side because I don't want to mess with the stitches. And so I've been eating kind of mushy stuff right now. But my uh, it's, it's just I just can't get over how good I feel and how much that was dragging me down. You know, even though, you know what I mean? But anyway, so yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm missing a tooth. And that's uh, a molar in the back, you know, type thing. So, okay. So we'll see. So hopefully they're supposed to be dissolvable stitches. So we'll see if they... But I purposely been keep my tongue away from that side because I could see me being obsessed about the stupid stitches, you know, with the yes. tongue. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, okay, I we just put everything onto the left side. <laughs> A little disappointed. So but I, like I said, I'm just oh, just makes me feel so happy that I, you know, there is no. No throbbing, no pain. I didn't, there was subtle pain there, which I really didn't realize I was having. And then you know, I, I was I get I don't get headaches. Unless I had too many cocktails. But, right. But anyway, <laughs> so, you know, my right temple was hurting. And so I didn't realize that all that was all part of it. And so, oh, wow. Yeah, so we're all set. And so I'm uh, I'm kicking butt. I'm up and going. I'm to, glad. Yep. Good. Thursday, Friday, I laid. I watched TVs, laid, watched TVs. And then yesterday, I did a whole bunch of callbacks, uh, consults. I do phone consults. Did got a whole bunch of those done. Good. Uh, one thing. Have you ever seen the movie um, Peanut Butter Falcon? I have not. Okay. Uh, my girlfriend, Sue, uh, mentioned it. And I said, okay, I, I, I got Prime. So I'm just, oh, I found it. So I was like, what the heck? I'll put it on. Okay. It's a must for everybody, the peanut butter falcon. And what it is is that it's about this Down syndrome uh, person. And then two other. So they, there's three misfits. Okay. And the message behind it and just the overall movie is phenomenal. So everybody watch the Peter Butter Falcon. And then also another movie is called Instant Family. That was another really good one. And uh, it's about a couple. They're, they're not sure if they want to have babies and they decide to foster. And then the the things that go on. And it's, it's really a, a, a good movie. I'm adopted myself. I was adopted when I was a year and a half old. And so, um, and no, everybody says, well, don't you want to find your folks? No, they gave me up for a reason. You know, what? It is what it is, especially after my folks left. Whoa. A little light bulb? Yeah. A light bulb just went out in my head. Sometimes that studio in. Yeah. (laughs) It went out in my head. It'd be like a disco in there. There you go. There you go. So anyway, but yeah, I I said, no, I I have no desire. I couldn't have had a better mom and dad uh, if I would have ordered them out of the Sears and Robot catalog. So I'm just perfectly, uh, perfectly happy. But so the thing, so that that instant family is really uh, those of that, you know, have been in the foster care system and such like. 
<laughs> oh, good All luck, Katie. Right. This is going to be fun today. Blinking lights in the studio. But so, yeah, Instant Family and Peanut Butter Falcon, uh, it, it, well worth. I got. I did those on Prime. So uh, I see Instant Family. I thought I saw that title on Hulu, and I just looked it up. So I can watch that on Hulu yeah, later. No, so yeah, perfect. Inst- yeah, Instant Family is really good. But like that Peanut Butter Falcon, it, it's really uh, cool. Now, yeah, it's, we got some terrible <laughs> lights going on in here. Well, hopefully you've got some questions for me. I greatly appreciate it. I've got some stuff I want to uh, bring up today. I've been writing things down during the week. One thing I want to bring up is uh, my girlfriend adopted a dog, uh, Jiminy Christmas. She's had blue, I think, two years now. And uh, they just re- they moved about uh, beginning of summer. And one thing she just, somebody brought up to her, which I, my dogs are not chipped, but all these do- people that are adopting dogs, they all usually come chipped. People, you got to make sure you go into the system, whoever you adopted the dog from. And what you want to do is put your current information on your chip. So in case your dog ever gets lost, if you, let's say you got it from secondhand Hollands or second chance animal rescue or warrior dogs. All right. What's going to happen is if you don't change that the stuff in the chip to your information, then the, you know the the rescue is going to get get the call. And what happens if that rescue goes under? I mean, you got to think plan ahead here, okay? So if you have a rescue dog that or any dog that's chipped, if you have moved, always update that information. That tip comes from uh, Janice, my one of my my girlfriend that I've known since I was eleven. Uh, uh, Gluns was her non-married name and Gasper is her real name. But anyway, not real name, married name. There you go. So if you have a dog that's chipped or any animal animal that's chipped, always update the information if you move. And then, like I say, all you guys that adopted from rescues, make sure that your information goes on that chip and not the rescue information. And so hopefully that you guys have got questions for me. And so if you do, it's 651-641-1071. And don't wait until the fifth hour, you know, five o'clock hour. We get dumped on five o'clock and then I don't get to everybody and I feel really bad. And we don't have a guest other than just me <laughs> and Hope. We're the only ones here. So, you know, we won't be interfering. So you can, you know, give a call and we'll we'll get your your uh, your things answered. All right. And then <laughs> this light's going to oh, drive me I, Yeah, two insane. more, two hours of oh, it yeah, probably. I don't know. I may be putting that one out and then... Um, I might be sitting in here in the dark. <laughs> I've seen hosts do that as well. I didn't see it happen yesterday, though, so I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe if I need to turn it up. Oh, well. Don't you love the radio folks? We're all <laughs> behind the scenes. Yeah, really. Like, you're like, what are they talking about? What, what's, what's going on there? That's crazy. So, okay, so you're updating your chip information in case you moved or just a recently adopted a, um, a dog, okay? Also, too, another thing that... Um, I can't remember now. I know you don't have a dog, Hope, but do you Correct. Does your mom or? Yep. My mom does. Uh, my brother does. My okay. dad does. So we, we've we had pets okay, in the yeah, family. Okay. I just don't personally right now. Okay. Uh, because there's a lot of dogs out there that when it comes to dinner time, the dogs go nuts. They're upside down, sideways, jumping, barking, going crazy. Okay. Now, I'm sorry, but number one, the dog should not get that crazy over dinner because that's bad for the digestive system. It's like you going out and running a marathon and then coming in and, and chowing down. That's not healthy for you. So what you got to do is if your dog goes nuts at dinner time, what you want to start doing is changing dinner time. If they eat at 6 o'clock in the morning, uh, feed them at 9 o'clock in the morning. Also, too, maybe you want to get the dishes prepared ahead of a time, put it in a closet or whatever type thing, and then later come and decide to come out and say, uh, call the dog in and say, you know, put the dish down, make them sit, 
make them wait, and then say, okay, ciao, so, because they're not healthy, and it's, it just gets you insane when the dog starts a- acting, you know, goofy. So that's why we'll try to get, you always want your dog to have manners. You don't you want your dog to get all goofy, and then plus if you have more dogs in your pack, uh, you know, if not just one dog, it's a couple dogs, then what happens, they start feeding on each other, and then they can get into a scrap because they're getting crazy waiting for their dinner. So that's why what you want to do is dinner time should be calm. It shouldn't be a nut house. So change the dinner time. Stagger it out so the dog's not sure when dinner time's going to come. Don't make a big deal out of dinner time. Oh, you ready? You want to eat? Don't rev the dog up for things like going for a walk. Uh, daddy's home. Don't be doing that because then now the dog starts getting crazy in the headsy. And, you you know, at first it's funny. Then after a while it gets to be a pain in the butt. So don't rev the dog up. You want to be able to, you know, whereas, oh, dad's home or mom's home, but not dad's home. That creates separation anxiety, too. So don't rev your dog up for the door. Who's there? Who's there? Just stay calm. If you have to, put the dog on a leash so you have control of the situation. You can set him up, have somebody come over at a set time or whatever. And so you just calmly open the door. And now make sure you're facing east and west if your company coming in north and south. All right. You want your company to walk past you, not into you. And if you have to, step on the leash, oh, about 8, 10 inches from the hook, depending on how tall your dog is. So what you just do, if the dog tries to jump out at your company, and you're going to tell your company, don't look at the dog, don't touch the dog, just walk on by, all right? So then now when they try to jump out at the company, they correct themselves. And it's usually the first 15, 20 minutes or half hour that people are over the dog is nuts, and you're going to control it by having the dog on a leash and having everybody ignore the dog. And don't let people do the baby talk, and oh, so my little buddy do that's going to send them over the edge. So if that stuff bothers you, you know, and it gets too crazy, then start fixing it. All you're doing is asking a dog to remain calm and then take his lovings and such like that in a calm manner, not getting nuts and nipping and jumping and barking and spazzing out, okay? <laughs> These lights are really going nuts now. So what can we say? We're going to take a break. I'm going to see if I can change this. And then we're going to come back and we are going to take your calls. Okay, oop, i got to put my glasses on. Okay, we got dad jokes or kid jokes jokes, whatever you want to call them. Okay, you ready for this? What kind of underwear does a lawyer wear? We'll be back. All right, thank you for tuning in and sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. I've always appreciated that for 18 years, and that's something. All right, what kind of underwear do lawyers wear? Briefs. Excellent! Woo! Ding, 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 ding! Right away. Touché. That was a good one. Touche. <laughs> All right. Let's head to the phone lines. Yes, we have Nicole, and she has a question about dog food for her dog with a sensitive stomach. All right. Hey, Nicole, how you doing? Good, thanks. Good. What kind um, of pupper do you have? We have no idea. Some sort of terrier mix. Okay. How many uh, pounds? Well, he's about 30. Okay. He probably should be about 25. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for, you know, admitting that. We just got to <laughs> cut back on the uh, treats and cut back on the food. Yeah, uh, so more what, activity. Yeah. What kind of, uh, so what's the question? So I have two dogs, actually. They eat the same thing. Um, one doesn't have as much of an issue as the other, but I'm hoping this new food would help for both. So with that said, the terrier, he, every, almost every time we take him out, he poops. And they're usually pretty soft, um, but he poops an excessive amount. And um, he also sheds a lot. Okay. So I'm not sure if that's related to the food. When we got him, he never shed. And then when he was about nine months old is when he started to shed. So I don't know if that's 
normal for dogs that shed for there to be a delay in that. No. But no, okay. No, okay. So when a dog excess or a cat excess sheds, it has to do with the food, the digestive system, and then this time of year they're low in omega threes and sixes. All dogs and cats should only shed once in the spring and once in the fall. End of story. If there's a perpetual shedding, then you've got to look at the overall what's going in and how we can fix it to make it better. All right. So the first thing is now, what are you feeding now? Um, just some generic. Benefil stuff. Okay, and that's what that's what we know how to do. Is we got to get off of that, uh, right? Go, yep. So go. And then we we've also fed him um, pure. I don't know if it's any better, but Purina True Instinct. Yep. Nope. And so what we need to do is we're going to go to the uh, Nutrisource that's being put in Minnesota. Okay, and what you're going to do is you're going to get away from the chicken because almost all of their products are chicken-based. And some dogs start developing, and cats, because of being fed chicken too much, start having problems with their digestive tract, okay, because of that. Also, too, if you feed the same thing for too long, it caught, dogs were brought here or put here on Earth to be this cleanup crew, to be the scavengers, to eat everything and anything and never get sick. And lucky them, we bring them into our house and we feed them the exact same thing for either too long or forever and we wonder why they're having so much problems over shedding having doo-doo problems digestive disorders and so that's why the more you can rotate is what balance and variety over time and time is one week okay in one week you're hoping the dog will get enough out of feeding a good diet that keeps them healthy and so the main thing is like if you're feeding a dry food when you open the bag, that bag should be fed out no more, should be fed out for sure within a week and a half, no longer than two weeks. All right. And then you're into another formula. And what oh. you want to do is you want to rotate and have, have at least four formulas to rotate through. And if they've never had the formula before, you rotate it in. But then once they've had it and it comes back into rotation, you just open the bag and feed it out. It's only at the beginning. And some dogs, if they've been fed one thing for too long, let's say you go a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old, it'd be for like four or five days. And then 50-50 for four or five days. All right. Some dogs, if they haven't been fed the same thing for too long, you can do two, three days at a quarter and then two, three days at 50-50. But usually you just have to let the dogs do to tell you what's happening. If they start getting loose stools, that tells you you're rotating in the new stuff too fast. So slow down. All right. Okay. Okay. But then go ahead. I was just going to say, actually, this morning I had remembered listening to your show before and you mentioning that element of chicken. Mm -hmm. So I have a pending pickup at Chuck and Don's to get Nutrisource, their lamb okay. formula. Okay. But not um, their, their, the lamb grain. Not grain free. Okay. Okay. And so, well, I'll have to look, because I don't know, because see, that's the thing is that you got to look. Um, sometimes when you got, you're dealing with a, 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 a problem with a protein, then oh, no, the the they're, they usually put. Let's see. Okay, okay. See now, their their lamb uh, recipe does have uh, some chicken in it. Not it has okay. it has chicken uh, fat in it. 
All right. So when you want to find out if a dog has an, a, a problem with a, a certain thing, what you should do is go to the Nutrisource is called Pure Vita, Pure Vita, P-U-R-E-V-I-T-A. And that is a very unique food because it's called a single source protein. That means when it says turkey, it's only turkey. When it says um, lamb, it's only lamb. They don't blend other meats in. All right. So that's how you could find out if your dog has got a, a true, you know, chicken problem. All right, now let's see. Da, 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 da. I'm just looking here. Okay, I'm looking at the 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 the. No, you're not. You're not. It's not the grain free that you're looking at, right? Well, I wasn't sure um, if he should be on grain free or not. Okay, um, I would I would go to the Pure Vital line for right now. I would rotate him into that. I tried the turkey and uh, sweet potato. Is what okay. I would do, all right? And it, because the lamb, the non-grain-free lamb, they both have, like, chicken fat in it because you don't want sure. any chicken of anything, okay? Because, you know, whether it's actually chicken or chicken fat or whatever, then, you know, if they have a chicken sensitivity, that can blow up, all right? So what we're going to try is to try to get them off of all chicken. So now, Nutrisource, we've got, you know, the turkey grain-free, you know, turkey and sweet potato. They got duck. They've got a couple recipes that you, you can rotate with, beef. So look at that. Just go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com. And it's a little bit more expensive, but it's what, what's going to do is save you a lot of money in vet bills. And then to start figuring out what, how, what, then you could, both dogs can be on this, all right? It's okay. not just unique. So just rotate both dogs into it. So then you're going to try that out. And then, like I said, then when you get done with the turkey, if things start settling down, excellent. Then maybe try their beef. And then maybe try their duck. So that's what, you want at least three different formulas to rotate in. And then what, when we, find out that okay none of those have chicken in it all right then what we can go back and try the maybe their lamb and rice or their turkey and rice now that's got a little bit of chicken in it and if the dogs act up then we know there's a problem with chicken <laughs> okay. okay so that's what we've got to do is we've got to weed out if you think there's a sensitivity to something but truth be told what you're feeding is kind of on the low end and so that's kind of normal to have some problems that you're having Right. Yeah, I suspected that had a lot to yeah. do with it. Yeah, and so that's right because like the Nutrisource line, they've got that good for life patent. It's it's us awesome, and not any not no other foods have that good for life system that they have. But so that's why you might want to start out with the turkey and the sweet potato, and then try their duck, and then maybe try their beef and rice. You know, just kind okay. of be your own experimenting. Also, I would add probiotic and digestive enzymes. All right, to help replenish the gut, organic apple cider vinegar uh, for it. And now remember, we want to feed less because he's overweight. All right. Now, let's say you're going to feed um, now on the back, but it says feed a 30 pound dog X amount. Your dog shouldn't weigh 30 pounds. OK, feed according to what they say uh, for like, OK, he's supposed to, let's say, weigh 22 pounds. OK, then what you're going to do is cut back that a little bit. Let's say it says two cups all day. I'd start out with a cup and a half all day. I'd feel like a feed a the bulk of the food in the morning, a cup, and then a half a cup at night. When you are trying to get weight off a dog or a, ca- or a dog, especially, you always feed the bulk of the food in the morning and a light dinner. And then the only treats in between is going to be veggies all kind. You're going to nix all the raw high chews, pig ears, all that kind of crap. That's just junk in the system, and we're trying to get the calories out of there so we can downsize. Use green peas, green bees, cauliflower. Most dogs love cauliflower, and the reason is because it stinks, and dogs love things that stink. (laughs) That's good to know. I actually don't think he eats a lot. Mm -hmm. That's part of the reason why I wanted to put him on food, uh, different food, because... 
his food can sit for several hours without him touching it. He seems to only eat when he's desperate. Okay. And then he's begging for our food. Right. Um, but see, the thing is, is that you've got to be, number one, if he walks away from the dish, you pick it up, put it away, cover it. Cover it, put it away. He doesn't get anything until next uh, the next time. You have to be very strong on that, okay? Why don't you hold on, and we'll come back and talk. We've got to go to break. We'll talk a little bit more here, okay? okay. Want to hold on? Okay. Okay, do you like, let, let, let's see. Why did the boy stop using his pencil? Why did the boy start, stop using his pencil? Be back. Alrighty then. Thank you for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. Okay, why did the boy stop using his pencil? I don't know this one. It was pointless. Oh. There we go. Good. Pointless. Okay. Uh, the last caller had to go, apparently, because she uh, left. <laughs> but just uh, another note, you know, anytime you're trying to get weight off, off a dog, you know, when it says on the back feet, a 30-pound dog, X amount. Well, you're, and your dog's supposed to weigh 25. And sometimes it's kind of lumped into a big thing. So if it tells you to feed two cups, start out with a cup and a half. And remember, when dogs hit three years and above, their system comes to a screaming halt, and it takes half normally of what to keep, you know, to keep them maintained of what it says on the package. Depends on the dog's energy level, obviously. If you're doing agility, they're going to burn more calories. Sure. But if you're sitting watching movies and going for just short walks, that's going to burn less calories. So always, folks, get in the habit of once a week. Now, every Sunday when I get home from the radio show, I stand the dogs and I feel them from the shoulder, the casing of the ribs, go into the waistline, and then the hips. I want to feel the casing of the ribs. I don't want to dig for them. I don't want to put any pressure. I should be able to feel the casing of the ribs from the front rib to the back rib with no gaps, obviously, in between. But everybody is so used to seeing fat dogs that when they see a dog of good weight, they think it's anorexic. <laughs> so go according to how your dog feels, not by what they look like. Get used to the feel of your dog. Feel them once a week. You figure out. Maybe if Every Sunday when you're listening to the show, that's the time to feel the dog. And are we going to bump up the food this week or are we going to bump down the food? For little dogs, you bump up and back by an eighth of a cup. For medium dogs, a quarter of a cup. And for big dogs, a, a half a cup. You bump up and up and down. So go by how your dog feels, all right? Because it's really important to have good... Uh, you know, a good weight dogs. It, you, you could take three, four years off their life. And what gets me is when people, oh, he doesn't run like he used to. He can't go for walks. Well, folks, he's waddling. He can't move. Just like if you gain too much weight, all of a sudden you're sitting around. Okay. Okay, let's head for the lines. Yes, we have Dylan. And the question is about constant, constant chewing. Constant chewing. Okay. Hey, Dylan, how you doing? Hi, Katie. I'm doing good. Good, good. So what kind of dog do you got? I got a Morky Maltese mix. Okay, and how old? She is three years old. Okay, and have you had it since a puppy? Yep, I have. Okay, so what's going on then as far as chewing on everything or what? Uh, well, the thing that she chews on is she'll chew on napkins and stuff. Okay. And then um, she'll um, also find napkins behind... Um, she'll also find napkins behind the... Like the end table. Okay. Okay. But she's a short dog, so how is she getting them? People aren't picking them up after they drop them? Yeah. All right. It sounds like a people person. A people problem. <laughs> because you got to remember what's on that napkin. Food. 
All right, yeah. that's why you have a napkin, you know, to wipe your ha- your face and your hands and stuff like that. And dogs are all about smells. So napkins are high on their list of grabbing because there's cool stuff on them. Uh, a lot of dogs like the bathroom because when you blow your nose, you know, it's gross to us, but they like to eat that snot. All right. But so you, what you got to do is you got to be that you have a shorter dog out of sight, out of mind, uh, as far as maybe the waste paper basket in the basement, I mean, the um, bed, uh, ah, the bathroom. But otherwise, you just got to gotta be very mindful. Where is your napkins? And so when you get done using, you know, you sit down in the living room to eat or whatever type thing. Okay. Then when you stand up, you got your plate, you got your silverware. Where's the napkin? <laughs> so be more diligent about that because that's very normal for a dog to go after that. Even some cats go after the napkins because there's some pretty tasty stuff on it. All right. Yep. Okay. Because, uh, like I said, what you can do is you can let them drag a nylon leash around if she's got a napkin and she takes off with it. If you uh, she, if she's dragging a leash, you just can, can quick step on the leash and walk up the leash. They drop it. And then, yep. good job. Thank you. And then go throw the napkin away. All right? Yep. And the other thing that she does is also jumps on the table. Okay. As far as, like, the, um, the uh, coffee table, you mean? Like the... Like the kitchen table. Okay, and she's a short dog, so she's going from the floor to a chair to the table, correct? Yep. Okay, so then what you've got to get really good at is pushing those. T- you get out of that chair, you push that table close to, or clo- chair close to the table. I've got one, too, by uh, Yorkie Karen Terrier Gilligan. If you leave the chair out, he'll jump on the chair and onto the table. And because he's gotten, not from me, but like if my husband would eat or something and there's crumbs up there, he's gotten something from the table, so the table's high value. So that's why if there's an opportunity. So what you got to do is that I'm very, you know, out like if, if people get up and they leave their chair out, hey, 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 get back here and push that chair in. And so I make people be a mindful that when you stand up from the table, where is your chair? Because otherwise if the chair's out, yeah, Gilligan's going to jump on it. He's, uh, dogs are opportunists. And so that's why now we take that opportunity away by knowing that if the chair is out, it's going to happen. So I'm not going to let it happen by pushing the chair in. Okay? Because you can't control things if you ain't in the room, right? Yep. Okay, so that's what you want to do with that. Is all chairs are pushed into the table so the dog can't get on. All right? Yep. Okay. And, and she also came with the name Nina. Nina? Why? Yep. Why? What does Nina mean? That's just her name. Oh, her name's Nina. Oh, I see. Okay. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay, but lad, let her drag a nylon leash around, and, and so you got something to step on or pick up or whatever, push those chairs in. Be on top of the situation. you got a kid that's smart, okay? Yep. She's also an opportunist. <laughs> okay, you have a grand day, kiddo. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome, Kate. Bye-bye. Thank you, Katie. You bet. You know, Packers won. They're going to, well. Oh, they did. The yeah, but now they still got to play one more game. And if they win that, they're in the Uber Bowl. And I always go for the Packers if the Vikes are out of it, you know, so. Well, oh, well. I probably go for them quite a bit, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> no. Okay, who's up next? Yes, we have Michelle. She's called before about nutrition, and she has a follow-up question okay, about sure. rotating. Okay, hi, Michelle. Hi, how are you? Good, good. What good, you have to do? Good, good. So I have, I spoke with you before. I switched my dog from the unhealthy food over to Nutrisource. Yay! Um, and then he gained, I've been switching, alternating his bags of food, so he his gut is getting better. Yay! And then he gained 17 pounds, so then you and I corrected, we measured. Oh, I remember this, yeah. And we corrected it, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... 
but here's my question. So he's on the the only maintenance or the locale I can find is the chicken. And you had said to alternate foods. Right. Um, you do don't I need lo- the chicken until he loses no, the weight. Like no. He's lost like three pounds. Okay, good. Yeah, but no, you don't need the, the weight management here, okay? What you got to do is you just feed less. End of story. Because if you look at the the, mate, the weight maintenance, they take a lot of the good stuff up to make it locale, all right? And so all you have to do is be mindful of how much food you're feeding. He's starving all the time. I mean... Honest to Pete, he'll eat the cat food now. Oh yeah. Okay, now he's hungry. He's. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Just like humans, you know, when we were trying to cut back on our intake, you know, it takes a while to get, you know, to shrink everything. And now, if you don't want them access to the cat food, the cats should have set feeding times. And so then, when they're done, the food is gone, so he doesn't have opportunity to get to that. They've always been grazers, though. No. you don't want cats that are grazers, okay? They have set feeding times, once in the morning, once at night, end of story. You don't okay. have them because then you're leaving that food out and it's becoming... Remember, oxygen is the biggest um, problem that dry food has. The minute you open that bag, no matter how you store it or if you leave it in the bowls for the dogs or the cats, oxygen is making it stale and making it go rancid, all right? That's why dogs that are free-fed, they just graze because it's going bad. And where they really where they really eat is when you put new food on top of that stuff, then they really are interested in their bowl. So okay. so what you just got to do is you got to give the cats set feeding times once in the morning, once at night. You feed them in a place where the dog can't get a hold of it because that's why he's not losing weight is because he's also got other stuff going into, into him. You know, he's cheating. And well, so, he's losing the weight. He is losing a little. So good. good. You had said to put him on that, try to switch him to the low maintenance and then... I don't feel like he's get he's like constantly hungry. Right, right, and so that's why no, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I don't, I wouldn't have said. Uh, Maybe I missed. Yeah, no, 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 I wouldn't have said that because no, what you just do is feed the the stu- the regular stuff, you know, like yeah. the beef and rice, turkey and rice, grain okay. free, so and you just cut his foods and just lower his amount. Correct, because what's Perfect. happening is that see when you take the if you look at the weight management, the protein levels low, okay, and see protein fills you up and right. makes you feel fuller. Okay, the yep. weight management isn't, and that's why he's going to seem like he's more hungry. Also, too, you okay. can add like you know a heaping tablespoon of uh, canned pumpkin or sweet potato or something because that's fiber and that makes you yep. feel fuller too. All right, okay. so that's that what I would cool. do. Is that, but see, that's what you start rotating those proteins. He's going to feel fuller, and then you won't have so much. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. Well, thank He's on a much better track. All right. I appreciate Um, you being such a good mom. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, remember that? That, that were you? Uh, yeah, where she thought she was feeding like you well, know I two learned, cups or whatever. Yes, I learned that too. Yeah. I wouldn't have he, had no idea <laughs> about that either. Yeah, and she so. didn't realize how much that scoop. It was almost like two scoop, two cups instead of one cup. Yeah, and so she was feed, wound up feeding. I think she was feeding like seven cups, oh, yeah, six cups a day. So, so it's, it's better just, use a measuring cup you have in the house yeah, yes. and not the one that no you might get it no. through the bag or whatever. Always oh. check with yeah. a real measuring cup <laughs> if you're using a scoop. How much? Yeah. That scoop is truly, even though it says it's a cup. Right. No, uh-uh, because mm. it, it, that's what happens. Especially, like, now this is how goofy, like, if you get some measuring cups, like, at the dollar store, they're the plastic ones, the yes. several scoops, they said they're a cup, but if you measure it, it oh. sometimes isn't really, and that's probably why they're at the dollar store, because somebody goofed up, and it's not a true cup. 
<laughs> it's off. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's 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 off and then whatever. And so, yeah, it, it's crazy is what it is. So, uh, but the, the big thing is, is just cut back, folks. Uh, just think of the money you're going to save in food if you feed the good stuff like Nutrisource. All right, you're going to uh, in the Pure Vital line. You're going to save money on buying because it's going to last longer. And then plus, folks, if you overfeed the dog, not only do they get fat, you have a lot more doo-doos in your yard because they can only utilize so much of it. Mm. Just like with us. Like if yeah. you sit down and have a big turkey dinner, the next 24 hours, you go to the bathroom on a pretty regular basis. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff in there that has to come out because of all that you ate. And so that's why the more you stuff their jets, then the more they're going to go potty. And so then the thing is, is then you have, so it's a win-win situation if you feed what they need, not to over get them overweight. Then you save on food prices. And then some people say, well, that's just too expensive. I don't want to feed that because it's too expensive. Well, you know what? You feed, when you get the higher end, like Nutrisource, is you feed less of it compared to the low end of it, okay? All right. Uh, is it that time? Hey. It is. Okay, got, we got open line, 651-641-1071. There's a couple of people that hung up. I, they probably had you know got to, had to go do something because they were waiting. So why don't you guys call back, 651-641-1071. Okay, which letter of the alphabet contains the most water? Which letter of the alphabet contains the most water? We'll be back. All right. Thank you for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. Which letter of the alphabet contains contains the most water? C. Ding, 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 ding. The letter C. S-E-A. That was good. Yes. There you go. Thank you very much. Come again. I still love the one. (laughs) How many, when you spell out uh, the numbers, one to a hundred, how many A's are there? Zero. Or right. what? Yeah, yeah, because one, one yeah. O N E, two T W. There is no A in any of the numbers that are spelt from one to a hundred. Isn't that something? Yeah, I remember. I think that is yeah, really cool. I remember you bringing that one up. Yeah. Okay, head to the phones. All right, we have Sarah, and she has a question about cat food. All right, hi Sarah, how you doing? Hi, good afternoon. Um, I have got a ten-year-old house cat right. who was kind of the run to the litter. Mm-hmm. And um, I've always fed her um, free feed dry and then um, uh, like a can of cat food split during the day. Mm-hmm. And I just caught you last week and you were saying don't feed them dry. Right. Um, so I'm kind of wondering about like weaning her off of that. She doesn't really love the wet cat food. Mm-hmm. Um, she definitely eats more dry than wet. Okay. And what you just got to do, because some dogs just are uh, dogs. Cats, just like humans, get addicted to the carbs in the cat food. And so it's, tar- it's tough to wean them off. But you can. What you're just going to do is don't give them free feeding anymore. You're going to get okay. your can. Fa- and most cats like the packed hay. If you watch a cat eat they don't literally chew they lick their food all right and so what you're going to do is you get some you know grain-free good canned foods and then what you're going to do is take like a teaspoon of it and then mix it with a little bit of the dry and maybe make a little bit of a warm water gravy with it okay and then pretty soon it becomes more and more canned and less and less dry and you're just going to give set one one in the morning one at night that because when you get them off the dry food the cats are not as hungry because they're not eating all the carbs all right Carbs make us hungry. We just can't fill up. And so that's why, why by rotating over into the the canned grain-free foods, you're going to see the cats, number one, they're not going to be perpetual sh- 
shedding. They'll shed once in the spring, once at night, or once at night, once in the fall. <laughs> okay. They're, and then also, they're not going to be throwing up every time you turn around or at all okay. because they're throwing up okay. because of the dry food. They can't drink enough water to compensate for the dry matter. And that's when people say, oh, my cat drinks a lot. I say, well, that's yeah, a ding, yep. ding, ding, big problem. Cats shouldn't be drinking. You shouldn't see a, do- a cat drinking because, like I say, they should be getting the moisture from what they eat. They came from the desert. And they're a desert animal. And so that's why what you, you don't want to see a cat drinking at all. You know, I mean, one a little bit here, a little bit there. Yeah. Okay. But otherwise not, okay, put down the bowl or sit in the sink and wait for you to come and turn it on for them. <laughs> all right. And so by going to the good grain-free canned foods, also a can of sardines and water. That sometimes can be just dinner in itself. It's great omega-3s and 6s for their coat. And then I okay. hate smelling. I mean, it's sardine day at my, you know, each week uh, for the dogs and the cats. Man, I hate that day. It stinks so bad. But anyway, but it's good for them. So I, I suck it up and I'm just fine with it. <laughs> but okay. anyway, so they had good grain-free canned fat cat foods. And then there again, most of them have chicken in them. And I have one cat, Walter, that is allergic to chicken now. Oh, he has okay. been for the last, what, six years. And so it was really hard to find a grain-free canned can food without chicken. But Nutrisource came out with six of them. But now Nutrisource is having a hard time finding the cannery. With everything that's going on, I, I never thought of it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of a snowball effect. They're having a hard time with the cans for the cannery. So so I, otherwise, I would say Nutrisource to grain-free, you know, canned food. Uh, you can do okay. Red Barn. You can do Merrick uh, Cowboy. You can do Dave's. You can do uh, go- Hounds and Gatos. Hounds okay. and Gatos. I like theirs a lot. And so that's what it rotate flavors. Keep the label of one of the ones that your cat it literally turns his nose up and there's no way. Because then you're okay. going to remember the ones not to buy. You remember those labels. Like, okay, that's what I don't get. <laughs> yeah, All right. Okay. And so that's what you just got to do. I had one cat, Bubba. When I got him, I rescued him, well, from the veterinary. They were going to put him down. He was 38 pounds. And so he couldn't move. And that's, he was pottying all over the house while he was so fat. But he was really carb addicted. So I literally took one piece of food and made a line. You know, I made a line of pieces. So he had to walk to get his food, too. <laughs> oh and God. then um, at the end of it was, you know, like a teaspoon of canned food mixed with dry. So then eventually okay. it became less and less dry. You know, the road to get to it became less. And then they became more canned at the end. And then pretty soon, it took me about two, almost three weeks to get him totally over into the canned food. food. And like I say, don't worry about changing the grain-free canned up yet. If you can get him over to one right now, then once he gets eating that on a regular basis, then start uh, mixing it up, changing formulas. And there again, always mix it or put it next to what they do like. And eventually they will get to eating. And then pretty soon your cat will eat anything that's not nailed down and that's what my Adeline I brought her up that way you know because she was born at our place that cat will eat dog food she will eat she doesn't care she eats okay. anything but see cats that are fed the same thing for any length of time cats hate change but if you bring them up yeah. like that or you start ch- taking the patience to rotate okay. it after a while they, they get good at it and pretty soon they're eating everything that you're putting down they're, they're not squabbly at all about it when you first mix the dry and the wet, yep. did you just leave the dry in its regular consistency or did you yes. like, 
no. crush it or anything. No, no, no. I just love it in the regular because that's what okay. they're used to. And so that's why I, but I t- make the, the, with the pate, I made it like a little, put a little bit of warm water with it. So it was more okay. of a gravy because remember, cats oh, like to yep. lick their food more okay. so than chew their food. And you know, like okay. the nuggets of the cat food is kind of big. Like if it's a, like a star, you know, type thing that, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah some really of them. does just like the pate. Yeah, okay. right there. Yeah. And so that's why, so that's why, but that, so by getting them over into that grain-free can, what you're going to see is that, like I say, the coat, you won't even know where the cat sleeps anymore. Okay. And you <laughs> won't have, you won't have those care balls. It's amazing. I tell okay. people once they can get their cat over totally to grain-free can, do it for two weeks. And if you don't notice a difference in the litter box and on your couches and in the no more throwing up, then, um, I'll come on over and clean cat boxes for you for a long time <laughs> because yeah. it really no, does. She, oh, sorry. Um, she is a, a fairly tiny cat. Yep. She just, she was kind of, I got her in her second year. Mm-hmm. Um, is there like a general amount she should be eating a day? I kind of worry, like she's not skinny by any means, but uh-huh. she's certainly not a plump old cat. Um, is there an amount I should worry that she get enough of? Or? Well, see, I usually start out most cats like with about a half a can a day, uh, half a can in the morning and a half, you know, the five ounce cans of grain free yep. can, okay. a half in the morning and a half at night. And then what you're going to do is watch. Now, is the cat getting fat? Well, then let's bump it down. Maybe we're going to do not, you know, not quite a half a can, you know, in the morning, not quite a half a can in the evening. You, Every dog, just, or every dog, every uh, cat, every human, you know, it takes different calories to for us to sustain because we all our metabolisms are different and our exercise is different so you got to get used to the feel of your cat same with the feel of your dog and the feel of yourself so you're going to do that for three four days if you notice they're plumping up then cut back get good at feeling and paying attention or if she leaves some in the bowl all right then maybe you're overfeeding she's a cat that knows her limits and doesn't gorge yourself so just kind of let you know just kind of use this common sense and it'll all come together Awesome. Thank you so much. Okay, kiddo. Thank you. Bye-bye. And remember, the best Bible for your cats is the uh, the Bible for all cat owners is Your Cat by Hodgkins. H-O-D-G-K-I-N-S. I wish I had a dime for every time I said that. Yes. <laughs> I probably could go maybe to the drive-in and get a great, huge, <laughs> rip your float. A lot. <laughs> a lot. For okay. sure. Where were you at? Uh, oh, geez, we don't really have enough time. So the callers, hopefully you'll stay online here because we're going to be going to you know the top of the break, which is a little bit longer break. So I hate to just start something and then have to leave right away. Okay, now uh, uh, this has kind of been my common thread that's going to be for this year, is that no dog parks for dogs that are shy or pushy dogs. That's the last place you want your dog to be. What you do want to do is work on obedience, tricks, and brain teasers. But the dog parks, uh, consider it like, okay, well, I hope you're still young. Okay, when I was your age, <laughs> when I was your age, you know, I like to party. I kick up the heels. I could stay out all night, putting her drinking, and still get my get to work on time. Oh all right. yeah, I okay. And I'm, then the it's older, changing a yeah, little well, bit see, for the me. older you get, all of a sudden <laughs> that party time, yes. you don't party as hard. No, and then all of a sudden not as often. Okay, and so when you send a dog to a, a dog group or a dog park, it's like party time. All right. Okay. Yeah. So at, you know the 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 six month old up to a year year and a half is bring it on. Okay, as the dog gets older, usually when you see the dog about two two and a half, there is not so much fun, and all of a sudden at three years old, they're taking out dogs at the dog park and 
doggy playgroups. Okay, so it, obviously the personality has something to do with it too. But anyway, so the thing is, is that, that you know, do get into obedience classes. Uh, there's so much to teach your dogs and let you, but no dog parts for shy dogs or pushy dogs because otherwise it's going to bite you in the butt. There's many things that you can do for for those dogs instead of doing that. Okay, what can't you see?